You're listening to the 10-Minute Think-Through, a to-the-point conversation about the Bible, theology, and current events. How do I know if I'm in a godly dating relationship is a question that was submitted to us. How do we know if the the dating relationships we are in honor the Lord, if they are uh, worth continuing, if they're going to set a foundation for a godly marriage with Christ at the center of the home? What kind of markers do we look for to be able to answer that question? I think first asking this question is a great place to start. So um, if you're you're saying that you want the relationship to be godly, and so I would say that then evaluate what you all are doing together in light of what the Bible says about who God is. And is anything, any anything that you guys are uh, par- participating in contrary to what is described as uh, spirit-led or wholesome, holy, uh, right living in the Bible? It's a question for, I'll throw this out there. I don't know if you guys will fully agree with this, but I think this is a question for those to, to wrestle with who are of age to pursue marriage, right? Now, this is personal conviction. This is not something that is, uh, is found in the Bible. Dating is not in the Bible, by the way. Um, I don't think you're actually ready to get married until, I don't think you're actually ready to date until in some sort of foreseeable future, you're ready to get married. Now that's a crazy idea. I understand that. I am like, oh, that's just the pastor being the pastor. I understand that. However, uh, that's what Sarah and I have resolved for our kids. There's no reason for our kids to be dating in the American sense of the word, you know, at at an age where there's just not going to be a future that uh, is aimed at what we do see in the Bible. It's really interesting. I, I had said to Jared earlier that uh, I am almost surprised when I have parents come to me who are surprised that their children are struggling in certain areas, whether it's personal purity or sexual purity or relational purity, Um and yet there is such a emphasis on relationship from the parents. And so I said to Jared, I almost want to say back, don't be surprised if your kids are doing what married people do, if you're treating their, their dating relationships in middle school and high school like marriages. And I would say you don't have to be 25 to get married. Like I'm not talking about there's no dating until you're out of college. Um, you don't have to be that, but like, if you're not going to get married till you're 25, why are you dating when you're 14? You know, it's just not it's the the likelihood of dating this it's person slim. for 11 it's years. Slim. <laughs> you get married you know, at 14, I do have some really good friends who dated all the way questions. through high school and college, but yeah. I have one friend, one friend I know of in that in that situation. Yeah, I mean, my parents they dated all through that age, but I and yeah, all the relationships that. My friends had in through high school and through middle school. None of them led to anything, including mine. So, you know, <laughs> but I think there are really important questions that we need to be asking. So, you know, suppose that we're a person who is in the marriage <laughs> time of our question. lives. <laughs> right. Let's go back. Okay, now back. That we're done with so, the soapbox. <laughs> right, right, right. How dare you? So, you know, 18 plus years old, let's say. Um, what kind of questions do I need to be asking in a dating relationship? All right, on the table, off the board, right out of the chute, commitment to sexual purity is absolutely imperative, right? It, 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 there's not even a whole lot to say, a whole lot to debate around that. If you're in a relationship where you continually are pushing the boundaries toward impurity, it's not a godly dating relationship. Agreed. That doesn't mean it can't change, 
but it's really unlikely that it's going to change. And especially if you're on the younger side and the newer side of this relationship, it may be wise to just end it before things go any further. But that's not the only thing that's important. It's not the only thing. It's just a starting point. It is a starting point. I mean, obviously, individual relationship with the Lord. Do I see this person pursuing obedience to the Lord, love for the Lord? Do I see them walking in holiness? Does their life line up with the Scripture? Uh, are they willing to to do what is countercultural? Even if everyone else's relationship looks like this, is it okay for this person? Are they and not just okay, especially if we're talking about the guy here? Is he leading the way in this uh, relationship to follow Christ? And we're not saying that as long as you have a Bible study together, it means it's a godly relationship. We're saying pursue Jesus individually. One of the best uh, pictures I I had painted for me was, you'll know you're in a godly relationship if you run towards Jesus as fast as you can and someone else is running towards Jesus as fast as they can and you feel like you're running beside one another and maybe getting closer and closer, then you know you're going the right way. Yep, Aww. absolutely. <laughs> you, <gotta laughs> you just used cliche. That doesn't happen for you usually. No. But it's a good one. Wow. I like it. I'm done. <laughs> no, I think it's awesome. Yeah, no, I just think it's so rare. I think that's the that's what you want. You just don't see that a lot, which is disappointing. Yeah, it is. And, you know, it's a lot of times we think, especially in terms of minimums, you know, like, so is this guy... uh you know, nice, right? Like <laughs> you can be nice without really, you know, following Christ. Is does this guy uh, cheat on his taxes? Is he like honorable? Does he? This is is his. Uh, is he out sacrificing cats on the weekend? <laughs> right. No. I mean, All right, let's get no, married. Like, okay. It beyond just him being a good guy. You know, good guys go to hell. There's another cliche for there you. There you go. Right. So beyond him just being a good guy, do you actually see in him a desire? To know, not just obey, but obey is, yeah, let's start with obey. Do you see a desire to know the Lord? Does he love his word? Does he pray? Does she, you know, is she willing to do those things? Yeah, good question. What do you need? You know, if you're in a relationship, uh, ask yourself, um, what do I really feel myself needing from this person? If you're needing identity, if you're needing like affirmation of personality, if you find yourself unable to make decisions unless you know the other person's perspective, it might mean that there's a little too much codependency going on and not enough dependency on who Jesus is. And so like uh, that level of neediness from someone else and not the Lord is a real sign of, I don't know if this is a great idea. Yeah, I think that really steps into like the evaluating yourself as much as you're evaluating this other person. Um, for me, I can remember at high school, I would, we had different Sunday school lessons on relationships. I can remember that. Those um, are fun. The, yeah. And <laughs> you would separate, like, you know, if you did Sunday school together, you'd have like the guys go to one side and the girls go to the other. That's kind of what happened with us. But in high school, I can remember one time where, um, we had to make a list, like, what are you looking for in a future spouse spiritually? Oh right. And it even stepped into like non-spiritual areas. It was weird, but, um, my hair color, looking color, back on yeah. it, it was weird. Um, at the time it was like, oh, I guess this is what we do. But, um, one of the things that I sort of learned in college was that I really needed to make a list about myself and I needed to figure out instead of what are the, what are the expectations that I have of this future person? What are the expectations I need to have as a future husband that I can bring to the table? Um, what sort of qualities would I expect uh, a godly husband to have? And I found myself really short. And so a lot of 
that process for me was um, asking the Lord, you know, help me grow in these areas and then working through developing like good spiritual habits um, before dating really started because knowing that, you know, I'm not going to be the person that I need to be if it were, if I were to start dating today. Yeah. Become the kind of person that you would want that godly female to marry, right? We're loading them up today. Uh, I, do you think that there's a tendency in all of us to kind of hold on to, you know, even if I marry this person, I, I can marry this person knowing still that there's change that's going to have to take place. I mean, of course there's change that's going to have to take place. We're not talking about you got to find someone who's perfect, right? We're not finding someone who has no, um, you know, no flaws. Uh, everyone's going to need to repent. Find someone who sins and is willing to admit it. Find someone who will tell you when they're wrong. And then also find someone who, when they, so make sure they do, right? Don't, don't marry someone going, you know, I, I know he'll have to be different and that's okay. You know, eventually he'll get there. That's a dangerous place to be. There are so many decisions that you can make before you get married when it comes to <laughs> like who you want to be in the relationship with and that marriage sort of becomes a, there's some finality there, you know? Uh, and I also think that, like you're saying, Jared, it takes an honest look at yourself and also a not-so-idealistic look at the person that you're in the relationship with. Yeah, that's right, because I think this is part of the problem, is um, I don't think that my, knowing myself, if I were to listen to a podcast like this and and I'm in a dating relationship, that I'm going to honestly evaluate that relationship in light of some of these important questions, because I don't want to know the answer. You know, I think that's... I, looking back on like how I viewed relationships in high school, that would have been the case. And so um, for me, it's, you've got to be honest. You've got to like be just real and say, this isn't, this isn't exactly what it needs to be. If I'm telling the truth. Yeah. I would say if you're in a relationship right now, the, the only question I would have for you is why? Yeah. So if, I want to date this person. I want to, you know, pursue a relationship with this person. I want to know what I want to know why. Yeah. And if it's because you want to marry them, because you feel like that's what's God's will for your life, yeah. then I'm going to go great. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> Do you have a job? Um, <laughs> that's but, a good question. Yeah. Uh, but in all honesty, I think that these are really good things to go to the Lord with. Yeah. Uh, and, and to, and to use that as well. What a great, well, you know, what a great test for the relationship. Are you willing to pray about it? Are you willing to talk to the Lord about the relationship that you're in? Or are you embarrassed? Because truthfully, you know that maybe these are some things that you shouldn't be participating in. And, you know, that that being the case, whichever the answer is, that's probably going to give you clarity on the marriage question. Yes. Um, because if you're not willing, if, if you're embarrassed to go to the Lord about your relationship, you're definitely not married. You're not going to want to marry that person because you know it's not going to be a good situation. So wisdom yes. <laughs> like that's sort of your answer right there but on the other hand if you eagerly go to the lord and you feel such peace from him and and joy and you feel you know pushed towards him by this other person that's a good sign too that's a really good sign lots of great questions on this and and of course we could tease it out uh for a lot longer, but I feel like if you're asking this question, that demonstrates a willingness to be uh, honest with yourself and with the person that you're in a relationship with. Is is this something that I'm doing that brings glory to Jesus? 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the 10 Minute Think Through. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take a moment to rate us on the iTunes or Android podcast store. You can find all of our episodes and submit a topic request on our website, 10minutethinkthrough.com. Thank you.